The roots and history of pantomime date back to the ancient Greeks, where it was performed as short farcical interludes within the operas. Subsequently through time, the pantomime became ingratiated into the British acting establishment, and although there is some ambiguity as to when pantomime became a genre, it is generally recognised that Cinderella was the first pantomime performed at the Drury Lane Theatre, London, around 1870. Now, in 2011, almost 150 years after that initial production, Lanark Panto Club will be performing Cinderella to celebrate their 50th anniversary. Long-standing member Kenny Douglas and founding member Frank Gunning talk about their involvement and why the club has survived for 50 years. So, 50-year anniversary of Lanark Panto Club. Why has it lasted this long? How has it lasted this long? In my opinion, and this is only my opinion, I think we have to say that being in a community of Panto people has kept it going. Everybody singing from the same song sheet. Everybody working for the greater good of the club. And that includes everybody who's a member. It is led by committee. Probably has been, maybe not for 50 years, but the greater part of 50 years. In the beginning, there would have been a group of excited, passionate people who would have led the club for 20 years. Maybe not in a structure called a committee, but they still take on leadership roles for the greater good of the club. My involvement at Point of Mine was almost entirely by accident. I was in the Crown one Sunday afternoon in 1961, having a quiet pint, when my brother-in-law came in and uh, he had been invited. There was a bunch of girls, so it was largely dance to get involved in. Been gone for some months, but they had decided in their infinite wisdom that they would like to do something for charity. A particular charity was the local Stanmore House School, and they wanted to put a pantomime on to raise money for that particular charity. Fortunately, the lady who owned the Crown Tavern at that time where they met was a lady called Ronnie Dunn. And Ronnie's father was a guy called Jack Radcliffe, an old Scottish comedian, very famous in the days when Stanley Baxter and Jimmy Logan and the Five by State show and that sort of thing. And she called upon him for assistance and he was able to provide us with some original Howard and Wyndham scripts from the Alhambra. So they used those. So I was invited upstairs by my brother-in-law at this time to join this group. And I was conned into reading a part because somebody else hadn't turned up to read the part of King Rat in the pantomime Dick Whittington, which was fine. I had a couple of pints in me. I was mellow yellow and I decided I would just give that loudly. And it was fully hissing and snarling and that sort of thing. And before I knew it, Jack Radcliffe had said, you've got the part. And that was me. I was involved. We carried on... Um, very much in an amateurish way, and put on that show, Dick Whittington, that year. But it was new for Lanark, it was noble for Lanark, and it went down extremely well. And we had the benefit, of course, of Jack Radcliffe, who was very much a professional, and he gave us a lot of tuition, which helped a great deal, which we've appreciated over the years. We had one or two people in that early show too, a girl called Sheena Scott, who ended up professional, now living in France. Duncan Cameron, who finished up in Radio Clyde and that sort of thing. But a good team. A lot of them became professional, and a lot of others might well have made professional if they took at it. But we went on from there, and as with all things in Lanark, if something happens three times in Lanark, it's an I-Bean tradition. So within three years, the annual pantomime was an I-Bean tradition. 
in the Memorial Hall, and we subsequently put on a whole series of pantomimes, mainly using, as I've said before, the Howard and Wyndham scripts from the Alhambra and localised them. great thing about those scripts is that if we produced them today, they would still stand up just with a wee bit of up-to-date input. They were very, very good scripts indeed. We had some hiccups over the years. The Memorial Hall was closed for refurbishing at one point, so we had to decamp and go into the local primary school and put our show on there. And it went well as well. We've also put shows on in various other places, mainly, and the one that springs to mind is the State Hospital at Carstairs. We put a couple of shows on there, thanks to the recreation officer persuading us to go out and do so. They were edited versions of the pantomime, Perhaps in my case, not as edited as they might have been or should have been. I do remember playing buttons, bouncing onto stage on the first night and for once not forgetting my lines and coming away with the immortal words, have you heard about the nutter that murdered his wife? (laughs) And nearly brought the house down on me as well. But that was the sort of thing that happened. I'm sure over the course of the last 50 years, Lanark Panto Club have had times of crisis and anything that's 50 years old will always have times of crisis at a time of crisis why are you at that crisis point is really what you need to ask yourself or a club needs to ask itself and again for me it's about the people if the people can recognize what the issues are and if they can recognize that some of the issues are quite personal do something about it quick crisis averted not rocket science. Committees, for me, work because of the people. If you have the right combination of people, you have a great committee. Usually committees are made up of five to ten people. Lanark Panto Club would have started in the pub with five to ten people talking about inventing something that's going to last for a long, long time. Beer would help. Wine would help. Vodka would help. (laughs) But they all had a common goal, and that was to make something not just for themselves, because obviously they want to have a good time, but for every single person who was involved in it. And that's why Lanark Panto was so successful for so long. There weren't tragic moments. It's 50 years after all, so we haven't gone all that time without losing some very, very good friends, you know, people that we thought very highly of. I mentioned earlier the year particularly that the Memorial Hall closed and we moved into the primary school. Coincidentally that year also, one of the guys, uh, Jim Duncan, who was involved for years, sadly got killed in a car accident just a week before the pantomime. And then we went through the trauma of, we were too down, let's let's just forget it this year, let's not put it on, versus the argument of, it's what Jim would have wanted. But, you know, the sort of arguments you always get in those circumstances. But anyway, we, we put it on, we went ahead, and everybody thoroughly enjoyed it. And we benefited greatly from it too, because it helped us to overcome our grief. There were moments like that, but never been moments when there was any serious thought of the pantomime ceasing to exist. Panta Club is constantly regenerating. It's a bit like Doctor Who, always changing, but always the same, is regenerating. And I must admit, from a personal standpoint, I thought I was getting involved in a kindergarten, but, you know, they've got an energy and a talent that is energising me. I feel as if I started directing the show this year, age 73, 
And now that the show is nearly on, I'm about 65. So yes, there are changes. And I think that's the big beauty of the pantomime. It provides, the club provides a vehicle for a lot of talented kids in the community to come along and learn and display and show their talent. And in doing so, they themselves are constantly regenerating the show and the club itself. And it's a wonderful thing to see. And it probably as a result of that, will outlast many, many of the other long-established organisations we've got in the town. And I'm glad to see it. So will Lanark Panto Club ever end? Hmm, I don't really know. I think now is a trying time for Lanark Panto Club. That can change. Everything can change. People can change if they really want to. I'm not really overly convinced that we have that attitude throughout the membership. And I think that if the current committee all change their attitude and do things for the greater good of the club, then it will be access for another 50 years. That was 50 years of Lanark Panto Club. Many thanks to Kenny Douglas and Frank Gunning for their contribution in creating this podcast and best wishes to Lanark Panto Club on their forthcoming production of Cinderella and may the success of the last 50 years duly follow for the next 50 years. Music was Otonio, performed by Creative John. <laughs>